You're here, I'm pleased, I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and welcome to the Just Saying Podcast. I'm trying something new. You know we growing over here at all times. Anyway, shout out to all of my new listeners. Good look for all of my recurring listeners. Thank you for coming back again, trusting in me, believing in me. Don't forget to find me on social media and to like, share, and comment on all of these Post and rate and review if you're on iTunes. Subscribe if on any platform that you're on. Subscribe to the podcast. Then you'll always know when the episode is dropping. Now, let's get into it. We got a good topic today. It's time for the weekend wrap up. Okay, so of course, we're going to get into this whole thing today. Um, We already know, 12 o'clock hit, and I was looking at that red tabletop um, on Facebook with Jada Pinkett Smith and her mother and her daughter, Willow. And this week, she was joined by her brother, Jada Pinkett's brother. Jada Pinkett does have a brother, um, not from her mother, but a brother that she shares the same father. They were not raised together. They actually, Jada said that they were raised on different coasts of the country. But they now are family together. And I believe that her brother still works for um, Will's production company. All of that being said, this conversation that they started to have was about how they needed to forgive their father. Their Their father was a drug addict. He overdosed. Um, and um, that led to his death. And they then started talking about something. I have to admit that this episode, although it, it was no longer than 30 minutes, it was very hard for me emotionally. Um, I did shed a tear or two. Um, they started talking about how their father left them both as children and didn't raise them, but then adopted a child when they were adults. Like, I I guess, I think she was like seven or something. He adopted a child. And for them, it felt like, you know, how you gonna not raise the two of us who are your biological children, but then you gonna take it upon yourself to adopt a child. There were times in their lives when their father was clean. Um, And then, as we know about drug addicts, they tend to jump or fall off the wagon and use again. Um, and then there's like a vicious cycle that they go through, drug addicts, where they stop and then, you know, they get clean and then you believe in them and then that's not a thing anymore. And that all touched home for me because my father was a drug addict when I was younger and, um, It was very emotional for me to hear other people discuss out loud. And for the longest time, I really didn't want to speak about my father feeling like maybe it would be a negative thing that people in my family didn't want out. But people who know my family knew that my father was on drugs and uh, my father fortunately has not passed however um some medical situations have caused us to still not be able to communicate with one another in a way that would for me bring an end to some issues that I have with my father or had with my father growing up I did grow up in the house with my father for a number of years. I think my parents were divorced when I was 15. Um, And then he would pop up places um, and not be the most pleasant person that I would have liked to pop up in places for me. And maybe one day I'll go deeper into it, but I am writing a book about it, hopefully 
um, that will come out soon. But just listening to them saying, um, listening to Jada and her brother speak about how they needed to come to terms with things. And Jada saying um, something that was very, very um, important in my life to try to, you know, trying to get to a place of forgiving me and forgiving my father was that her she had to realize that her father wasn't set on this earth just to be her dad that like he is an actual person and there were actual things that happened in his life that would lead them lead my father Jada's father anybody else's mother or father to a place where they they started to even take the drugs that didn't have anything to do with me and um it made me realize that Sometimes we we feel like, and this happened on the show. This also they discussed um, making expectations for people, and we had this expectation that a father or a mother should be this one thing. And as children, you don't really know that you don't have a good parent until somebody tells you. Right, and so like there are, if, if you've ever worked with children, you know that there are children who it almost doesn't matter what's going on, they still want to be with their parents because their expectation of their parents is different than what the world's expectation of your parents are. And once the world starts to tell you what you need to have, then you put expectations on them. But my father was and is his own person and there were things that he was struggling with on his own that had nothing to do with me or being a parent or you know that he needed to that he needed to come to grips with that I'm assuming he never was able to do which is one of the reasons why he was a drug addict um and so for me I have to get to a place where I stop being upset and or hurt by situations that have happened in my life because my father was on drugs you know and um so I I appreciated them talking about that it also was about the fact that you have to like come to terms with yourself and not be upset with yourself and so I had to also come to terms with before this show but I had to also come to terms with the fact that I needed to not be upset with myself because I didn't have the father that I now believe that I wanted and um like that's not my fault and so I shouldn't be ashamed of it and I shouldn't be um saddened by it It, because it's life and that's the life that I have and there, there absolutely is nothing I could do about how my father came into my life, how my father treated me, uh, the relationship that I have with my father even today is not only controlled by me. And so because I am not the only person who can control how we interact with each other, I can only control my own side, which for me, honestly, and I just have to be truthful with you guys, is I, I keep um, very limited at best um, contact with my father these days. Um, it's For me, it's the healthiest place to be. And so, um, you know, I just felt like that. I love though we had this conversation, and part of the conversation on the Red Table Talks was, Jada saying that she had to come to terms with things with Will, watching Will father Willow and understanding that that is something that she never had and that she will never get and um, trying to figure out how do you, how do you relate to that? Now, I don't know if I've said this on here, but I've said this to you guys know Summer and I said this to Summer a bunch of times, like my children there are a lot of things that happen in my children's lives now that I don't relate to at all. One of them is, um, as young adults, my children have a relationship with their father that I don't understand. Um, I don't have that thing where I had to watch them raised by their fathers and that type of thing because I never, um, that, that, still wasn't an occurrence but um 
they are able to, as young adults, call and have a conversation, um, you know, make requests that even though they may not be granted, they're still comfortable enough to have those conversations. But there are other things about my children that I don't relate to. Um, I had my children, started having my children when I was 17. None of my children did that. And so, you know, I have young adults who live in my house that will like get up and go and, um, you know, just go out with their friends or go make purchases with money. And I'm, there's many times when I'm just going, so you just kind of like laying in your bed and you go, I think I'm going out on this Wednesday evening. And my daughter will be like, yes, I do that. What's wrong with that? But I don't relate to that. And I had to forgive myself, one, for... There was there was a long time for me where I was upset with myself because I never gave myself a chance to grow up before I started to have a family. And so there were lots of things and experiences that I missed, um, that I voluntarily opted out of not knowing that I was opting out of them when I was having these children of course because I was like I said I started when I was 17 but I, I at 40 there there was a time right before 40 where you know there was time before 40 you know like somewhere about 33 35 somewhere around there when I was just like like I never gave myself a chance to experience before I had children and it's my truth but I was upset and then there was times when I was embarrassed and there were places that I would be and people I would be around where I was just like embarrassed to be around them and I didn't want to say anything not feeling worthy enough to be in those um, groups and, and situations and things and not wanting people to ask me questions about my experiences, but also understanding that most of those people, based off of what I knew about them, let me just say it that way, based off of what they gave of themselves, I did not believe that those parents, those people couldn't understand my experience in life. You know, I was around a lot of people who were married and they you know, had children after they were married. And I was like, I don't know how, what either one of those things are about. And um, feeling like people were looking down on me. And I had to forgive myself for even letting myself think that people would be looking down on me. Like, why, why would I not think that people wanted to be, you know, in my presence? Why wouldn't I think that I had something to give to people and all of those things? So I definitely had to do a lot of self-forgiving this, past couple of years and so when I hear Jada saying you know there's things that she had to forgive herself for and come to terms with her own self before she could you know relate to her father or her um, children it was for me one of those things where it's the truth for me too like I understand coming to terms with yourself and realizing you know that you have to forgive yourself for a lot of things that one you didn't know any better about when you did them. And so you shouldn't be ashamed of them because you were doing the best you could with what you had at the time. And I can't be upset or ashamed at myself for my at-the-time behavior. And, you know, also coming to terms with the fact that I'm not as lowly as maybe I think I, I used to think that I was. Um, and understanding too that I, I, you know, I think I'm sure that I've discussed this time and time again, that there were a couple of abusive situations that went on in my life. And then I allowed myself to believe the thoughts that were created in my head instead of just believing or looking at myself in a truthful light and going like, child, you be popping out here in these streets and like, you know, you're a good person and you try to be the best person that you can be. Most of the time, you know, we all flawed, but for the most part, I try to be the best person that I can be and because of that, why do I need to look down on myself and be embarrassed about anything? I just don't understand why I would do that. Um, there was a point when... Um, they Jada asked her mom who they call Gammy if she was um if she ever felt bad about marrying Jada's dad 
um, because they were married um, at one point and they got a divorce, of course. Like I said in one of the past episodes, Gammy has been married three times. But in this one, she asked what she was Gammy ashamed or embarrassed or feeling guilt for having married Jada's dad ever. And Gammy said no. For her, it more was about Gammy's own um, addiction and not, you know, not being proud of the fact that she was in her own addiction as well. And 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 here's the thing to learn, guys. Like, we see Jada Pinkett Smith and she's married to Will Smith and he out here popping on social media and doing all these great things and movies and you know, all of this stuff. And so you just want to believe that, you know, they, they, he, they have two children who are very, very creative and artsy children and free thinking and free living. And you want to just think that everything about her just has to be perfect. Like her life must be beautiful. It's perfect. And we've already learned that she had a pretty much a midlife crisis when she turned 40 and um, that she had to reevaluate her relationship with her husband and her children and her mother um we learned that she grew up with two um parents that were addicted to drugs um that there was a time I believe when they even slept in the car at one point so to believe that you can't come from anywhere and live the life that you want to live is impossible Um, but the thing is, is that you do definitely have to move out of your own way and not be afraid to be exactly who you are. So many of us are spending so much time literally worried about what everybody else is going to say. Um, at, at my job, I have a coworker. I love her to death because she just her all the time. She speaks how she wants to speak. Um. Even, like, with her look, you know, like, if she if she feels a way, then she's going to look like that, you know? And I'm not saying she's out of control or anything, or maybe she is, and that's okay. Because, like, being in control is just kind of like, that just means that you let the world control you. But she is naturally her, at least here with me. I don't know what she's doing when she at home or whatever, but at least here with me, like, she's she says what she means and um without really being disrespectful you know um she still says what she means she wears what she wants she you know she likes what she likes and she's not afraid to say it and it's very inspiring and I have decided to go on a um journey this month to try to get out my own daggone way too because I'm trying to you know just forgive myself and not be (laughs) not be so bound by me and letting the thoughts from other people what I believe other people are going to do you know let not letting that jump into my head to not be able to do what I want but when I was listening to her Jada talk about you know asking her mother it was like now I want to talk to my mom and ask her how she feels about, you know, sometimes you just want to ask your mom, like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like if you could have gone back today, would you have married my father? And that's an interesting question to have to ask because if she says no, it's also kind of like being like, well, then you understand that that means you don't have me. And then you understand that that means you don't have my sibling and, you know, like all those things. But that could be her truth. That they weren't the happiest um, <laughs> when they were together. And I am never, I have never felt like she should have stayed with him. Like I've never had that feeling about it. Uh, so, but coming to terms with my mom, because, you know, growing up, my mom was dealing with a lot herself and I had to understand this. Like I had to understand, I had to come to terms with never having this conversation with my mom. So mom, if you're listening, shout out to you, never having this, understand this, this conversation with my mom, but you still have to come to terms with like, my mom is a person. She was a person before she was my mom. She was, you know, her. I ain't going to throw her name out there, but <laughs> my mom was her. And she had hopes and she had dreams and she had wants and she had needs that had nothing to do with me. 
And so, so did she do everything perfectly as a parent? Mm-mm, no, but does anybody? They don't. And, um, but there have been little things along the way now as an adult that she will say that let me know that there are some things that she did, that she wishes that she hadn't done or that she wishes that she had done for me or towards me when I was younger. And so if my mom is listening, I want you to know that I forgive you because you did the best you could with what you had when you had it. And we be kicking it now. <laughs> like I said on my um, weekend wrap up, we, you know, we were shopping and whatnot. We didn't do that kind of stuff when I was younger. So it's cool to be able to get that, that time and space with her. Um, so, you know, shout out to my mama. Because I just, you know, I, I see her now and she, she, for me, is a person. She is not just my mom. She's the daughter to her parents. She is the sister to her siblings. She is an ex-co-worker to people. She is, um, she's herself. Uh, she's my children's grandma. She is my grandchild's great-grandma. And she plays all of these roles. And so to hold her to one space and and one time, my mom has lived a a long time. To hold her to one space and one time and to hold her in that space negatively for the rest of even my life doesn't even make any sense. So child, let me tell you, from my heart today, we good. Um, And I love you. And oh. Let me tell you, in my family, like, that's so hard to say to a lot of people in my family. It's not one of those families where, like, the love flow freely, um, outwardly in expression. And um, my family, in the big sense, my in my house, we love each other, and I'm going to tell you. And if you don't feel it, I'm going to let you know that I don't feel it. That All of that stuff works because although I know that my children will tell you that I made many a plenty of mistake as a parent. I was a kid for most of this. Um, <laughs> I still want them to know that at the end of the day, I do love them and I care for them. So if any of my children are listening, shout out to you. <laughs> I love you, boo-boos. Um... But again, that was me being able to come to terms with myself and, and letting myself know I don't need to be upset with myself about things that I had no, that I could, I didn't know that I had more control over. Sometimes we do have more control over things, but we don't even know we have that control. And so I didn't know that I had the control. And I'm happy now that I do for the growth of myself and all of those things. Now, let's get back to the Red Table Talk. There was a time when Willow said that she was upset with her parents because um, I don't. I guess you guys may know, be familiar with that "Whip My Hair Back and Forth" song that she did back in the day, and we discussed this already when we discussed the Will Smith, when we did the Will Smith um, talks. That Willow had come to the end of wanting to do that "Whip My Hair Back and Forth." song and tour and you know shows and whatnot and Will wanted to keep her going because it was you know lucrative it was it was doing well and Jade um Willow you know pretty much feeling like no I'm not gonna do it I just kind of feel like I did it all already and Willow saying she had to come to terms with the fact that although it wasn't what she wanted that she realized that her father and her mom, you know, when her mom was on board too, was really just trying to help her live out a dream of hers. Now, there was a point where she felt like they went overboard, especially Will, but she understood his intent was still good. And um, sometimes I think as, as children, even as adult children, we don't look at our parents' intent we look at the failure of what they did but you know because we are adults now you are allowed to speak and say to your parents like I need a thing from you that you're not giving me and if you don't feel like you can say that to them or if you don't you 
if you don't feel like you can say that to them, you have, you have to evaluate why do you feel that way? Do you feel that way because you don't want to hurt their feelings now? Or do you feel that way because you just know that they won't, you won't be heard? If it's about you don't want to hurt their feelings now, then, then at that point you have to understand that you no longer have the right to... about feeling like you just don't feel like you would be heard that's tricky because um, sometimes we don't know until we speak up and say things because we may believe that our parents are one way until we actually speak up and our parents and how they treat us when we were younger and how they treat us when we're adults sometimes we don't give them the space for growth. We just believe like, oh, she always been like this or oh, he always been like that. And so we don't have the conversation with them to let them know and give them the opportunity for growth. And sometimes that's not even fair to like, you know, um, never expecting our parents to grow. And then we will run into the, we will also run into that brick wall where they're just kind of like, I don't care. This is me, whatever, whatever. And you have to, then you have to come to terms with that and, and forgive them for not being more of what you need when you need it because you're, never, you're probably never going to get it from them and that's okay. Uh, and it's okay to, you know, have mentors and that type of thing to give you the thing that you need from them. And then you get to decide what kind of, again, how they show up in your life. But if you're not telling your parents how you feel about certain things because you're afraid of hurting their feelings, again, for me, that's one of those things where it's like you don't want to give them, you don't want to give them room for growth. And maybe you could have the the better outcome of just you know a parent being like I didn't know that I wasn't doing that thing for you or I didn't know that I wasn't giving you that thing you needed and thank you for letting me know sometimes you made me get a I wish I would have known this sooner so that I knew how to adjust for you this is a lot of times there are people who will say this is always the way my family has done it and so you know I guess I just kind of do what's been done and you know, but I'd like to learn a better way for you. You you never know that that could be a thing. And if it's not a thing for your parent, maybe then it just gives you the chance to have that for you as a parent or as a friend or as a spouse or uh, a partner in whatever relationship you may be in, um, you know, to say, you know, can let me let me be a, a vessel for change and better and betterment. Then you can forgive yourself for not being who you were who you can be now like I just need to forgive myself for how I showed up in other people's lives I need to forgive myself for how I show up in my friends lives um you know and 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 giving yourself time for change I um said on my social media that I've forgiven myself today for not respecting my peace enough to not allow People into my space that I know don't respect me as a person. And I know that's a lot, but um, I just feel like there are people who, there are people who I know all the time don't respect me as a person. They want me to be whatever it is that they want me to be in their lives, but not respecting my whole being. And I have not respected my own peace that I need for me by allowing those people to, to take up more space in my life than they really deserve. Now, I said that I, I was doing that at a time because I wanted to be there for people. I know that it, it, when I'm not on here, there are people who will talk to me because I have a calming effect to some people that... Um, and this is not me boasting. This is just um, my position in people's lives sometimes. I have a calming effect on people. And um, sometimes I am able to offer encouragement and a different view 
um, when people are like at their highest of anxiety or, you know, approaching their highest of anxiety and they, you know, looking for a different answer. And so I want to be there for those people, but I have to understand that for the sake of my peace, there are times of my day that I can't give up to people. Now, those people, I don't think, those are people that I believe don't respect me as a person. Those are people that I just, that, that is just, and I don't think that those people are doing anything intentionally to me, but I'm not respecting my own peace by saying, oh, as soon as I wake up, let me call this person because I see that they text me or they called me or they emailed me or whatever. Or by saying, you know, before I lay my head down, let me call and talk to and whatever. But I'm taking in some energy that I ain't ready for, really. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I'm just waking up, I'm really not ready for um, the energy that the person has and that they I'm also not filled up on the energy that they need me to give them and so by the time I'm done I kind of I'm like I'm 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 in a weak and very vulnerable place and then I'm upset with those people sometimes like why are you taking up my time why are you taking how could how dare you take up my peace but I offered it to you and so I had to forgive me for not respecting my own peace because other people really are not disrespecting it. They are doing exactly what I gave them permission to do, right? So maybe I need to even reword what I said, but I had to forgive myself for just, there's a time and place for everything and sometimes the time and the place is for me. And I wasn't giving myself that, so I had to, I damn sure was like, oh, <laughs> I need to get it. I need to get up in here on my own piece and respect me. I need to respect me. I need to respect me, and I need to forgive myself for res- for not respecting my body at times and giving my body to some people who um, definitely <laughs> did nothing to deserve the greatness in which I've given. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about. Get your mind together. I'm just talking about like the greatness of of myself. That is what I'm saying. And I needed to forgive myself for that. And and I and I have, and I've come to terms with all of those things, um, you know, in my life. But I, I had to do that. And so like this whole forgiveness thing, it was less about forgiving other people and more about forgiving myself and realizing that other people don't have any more. Um, permission than what I give them to do and treat me in certain ways. Now there are, and I'm not speaking about these these um, extreme examples of people, you know, doing and taking and being, but I'm talking about in general. Um, we get mad at people. Our feelings are hurt because of people's actions and all of those type of things. But most of that is us not respecting ourselves enough to say no or wait or hold on or not today or never I don't want to I don't like it I need to do something else this is how I need you to show up in my life this is how I need you to this is the space in which I have to offer you take it or leave it this cannot happen anymore between the two of us um and the list goes on and you fill in the blank for yourself but today is your day today is your day to like <laughs> start to forgive yourself for some things and whoop, whoop, whoop. this is a great time to start this is right at the end of the year you about to start it off new you know what they say new year new you right um this is a great time to start yourself off to start forgiving yourself for some things that you gave permission to happen in your life that you now want to figure out a way non-aggressively to <laughs> to um, you know bring about some change it's also a great way to elevate relationships that you have for people and, and the truth is some of them people gonna have to go but the people who you know there will be people who will stay around for the long haul and your shift and your change in your own person and that's where I am right now. Like I'm in a I'm in a place where my person is shifting, like my mindset is shifting and my 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 mindset about my 
mental health and my physical health are shifting. And so because of that, um, there are times when to my friends and my family, it seems as though I'm aggressive. I'm like, you know, I, don't, I don't know if you guys know this on there. That's my word. I say it. I know y'all, y'all might be like, what is aggressive? But I'm aggressing them with the change in my life because for people it will look sudden, but for me, it has been a process. And, um, my friends who love me and, um, adore me and care about me will ride the wave with me and people who don't may not be in the same positions that they are in but I have to come to terms with with me being okay with that as well and that that is just my not just my friends but like my family and my co-workers and my children even as young adults um, have to understand that there's a shift going on. There's a shift about to happen in you. I see it. I feel it. I know it. And it's all possible. And everybody's shift is different. It will not all happen at the same time. We will not all shift together. That is okay. But like I said, this is the end of the year. So it is a great time to bring forth change. Child, I feel like I said a lot. I, I, I am I am a very big um, advocate of forgiveness and now I used to be such a in, in a place where I just want to just forgive everybody but now I'm really on a kick of forgiving myself so I think that we all should join that <laughs> forgiving yourself kick let's get it popping now if you want to see or hear me talking about some things about forgiveness every now and then, don't forget to join me on social media. I am on Instagram heavy every day, uh, just about every day. Sometimes I got to let y'all let some things, some thoughts sit, but I'm there just about every day. And I will comment. If you comment on any of my um, posts, um, I will I will at least um, acknowledge that you commented on them. So, you know, come on over and have a conversation with me there at Just Saying Podcast. That's on Instagram. Um, slide on into them DMs. Y'all know. If you all know before, you know now that them DMs is mad empty. They waiting for somebody to show up. And, um, you know, I'm on Twitter. You can at me at um, IJS Podcast. Hashtag she cute though. And I will find you. I will see your post up there and I will have conversation with you there too. Let's talk about forgiveness this week, guys. Tell me who you're forgiving. Tell me what you're forgiving yourself for. Let's have that conversation. Also, I'm on Facebook at Just Saying Podcast. You guys can find me over there. I post up videos every couple of days on there as well. And the YouTube channel is popping. You guys can go ahead on over there. Um, that is called It's Me Danny um, over at the uh, YouTube channel. Don't forget, if you're on here and you have not already subscribed, go ahead on and subscribe to this podcast. Meet me over there on YouTube and subscribe over there too. Both of these, if you hit the bell, the notifications, hit subscribe, you will be able to know when the podcast has dropped immediately. And then you can schedule your day to figure out where you want to add me on in there. Um, tell, tell a friend and tell a friend at all times because that's what, you know, that's how we grow a community. And we growing out here and I love it. Um, also, if you are on iTunes, child go ahead on and put a review on in the, on the iTunes it helps me out don't cost you nothing it only takes about two minutes out of your day I know you got two minutes for me you sat here this long you can give me two more minutes <laughs> and then go ahead on and put that on there I appreciate you guys so much if you do absolutely nothing I appreciate you guys so much for being here and for encouraging me every week by me knowing that you are just here um so thank you so very much for that And remember, you don't got to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying. All right, so you know that it's time for the weekend wrap-up. What did I do this weekend? Uh, You know, with it being the holiday season, everybody likes to start getting their holiday decorations and whatnot so I was like people said it's the beginning of the month 
let's try to get in a good mood, stay in a good mood, and get my Christmas stuff together. So, uh, I told you guys that I have a grandson now, and I decided that maybe I wouldn't put my Christmas tree up because... Yes, I do artificial. Uh, I don't got time to be cleaning up the pines and all of that. So, I thought maybe I won't put my Christmas tree up this year simply because I don't want my grandson, you know, touching the tree, knocking the tree over, all of those things. There are some other things that are in my house. Now, decorations that he, you know... Sometimes he's just having a little bit of trouble keeping his hands off a lot of stuff. So I said, maybe I shouldn't tempt him with the Christmas tree and go ahead and put decorations up in a different manner in my home. So this weekend I spent going to different stores, shopping for Christmas decorations that I could do an alternative decorating at my house. Now, no, my grandson doesn't live with me, but he does spend a good deal of his time at my house. And so I wanted to make sure that when he came, I wasn't continuously cleaning up the bulbs, picking up tinsel, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Nobody want to do that. So I went to a number of stores looking for decorations. I never made it to the main store that I wanted to go to all weekend that did not happen um friday i spent some time with one of my daughters and my mom which is always very interesting to shop with two different generations of people at the same time and you so it's three generations of us in the store the shop is not the same (laughs) but it was very interesting and i love doing it every time i go even though a lot of times I must admit it drains on me I still um, appreciate the experience so we went to a bunch of stores um, and then we went to you know grab something to eat and then we went back to the house and on Fridays I don't know if I said this before but I'm gonna say it again if I even if I have I really like to not do a lot of moving on Friday so Friday I did not go to a lot of stores Friday I went to two stores then Saturday I got up and I went to stores I um, went to the hair store I let my daughter drive my car Um, (laughs) I'm not the one I have to admit that I am not the one to prepare myself for to to be in the driver the passenger side when my kids drive my car now I have friends who do it and they love to just go ahead on sit on that passenger side let their kids drive it's not for me my my nerves and my anxiety do not work in that way um their father who has not played a significant role in their lives growing up has resurfaced and has been volunteering to teach them how to drive and I'm just like hey whatever is clever for you boo because it ain't for me so um, I let my daughter drive me home from one of the stores she said I was making her nervous she was making me nervous I just felt like we were too close to the curb at all times and it was making me nervous because I was thinking about my tires and I didn't want to have to get new ones you know busted up tires and all of that stuff so yeah I did that on Saturday and oh and this was big for me I cleaned out some closets yes I did a nice beautiful purge this weekend and I got rid of a bunch of things that I just knew that even though I was saving them because I thought maybe I would use them I knew I wasn't going to use them enough to need to save them and keep that space you know, locked up with some things that could have or should find use at some point. So some things I gave away, some things I just went ahead and threw them away. I was like, I got my money's worth out of it. You know, it's time to go ahead and let it go. need to stop holding on to things because I spent money on them. If I'm not going to use them anymore, I pretty much got the use out of them. I got what I paid for. So I hit a nice purge on Saturday. Then Sunday... Oh, I got up and I went to church and it was 
not as difficult as it was last week because last week I got up, I got myself dressed and I could not get myself out the door. Okay, so at least this week I did manage to go to church, which was good because for me, I do like, you know, the praise and worship aspect and I like, um, you know, it was communion Sunday and I appreciated that as well. So, you know, I went and I did that. I have to admit that I was not there for the sermon. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like sometimes when I feel like when my heart feels a certain way and my spirit feels a certain way, sometimes making it into church is a feat in itself for me. And this is lately. And there are also times when I am there and I get to a certain point where my spirit needs to go head on and go back home. So this Sunday, that is what I did. I carried myself back home um, before service was over. I didn't stay for the entire service. And so some sometime before the service was over, I did get back in my car and I went home. Then um, I went to the grocery store to get something, some items I needed for dinner. You know, I make that Sunday dinner every Sunday. And so I went to go get items for dinner and I felt the need to do, you know, like a pay it forward type of thing, a random act of kindness type of thing. So I did, but it backfired. <laughs> um, I don't know if it backfired on me. I'm, I'm calling it backfire because I, you know, I did something kind and in turn, the person that I did something kind for, they weren't able to accept that. So they then felt the need to do something kind for me, which was very interesting because I was like, you know, I felt for them because they didn't know how to accept a act of kindness. And so, you know, I felt for those, for that person. I won't say what I did, nor will I say what they felt like they needed to do back. I just wanted to speak on the fact that... Um, some people unfortunately still are not able to accept an act of kindness so they you know feel the need to return that person felt the need to return a favor to me that I didn't need nor was I looking for so but I'm going to say that maybe that may be a blessing that I don't know that I need and so I'm going to give them the opportunity to to attempt to return what was given to them in some type of way it was a complete stranger um, and but maybe it's a blessing that I don't know that I need and so I will be um, hopefully following up with you guys on how that works but so I did I went to the store um, I was out, I did a, I did an act of kindness and, um, came home, I cooked dinner and I was in the house again. I had some good conversations with some people though, some people that I don't really know and somebody that I, I said I wasn't even going to talk to. Um, I had a conversation with that person and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, so that's pretty much my weekend and I just got myself ready to go to work um for Monday and I was just like you know next thing I know usually for me like I do all these things and the next thing I know it's like 1 a.m I know I'm always up about 1 a.m me and the Lord have a good talk and then I carry myself on the bed I'm trying to think if I watched anything good oh this week I did get a chance to actually see half of an episode of the real housewives of atlanta i used to watch it all the time like when it first came on i was on it the way that my job worked the way that my job worked i definitely was always on the um housewives of atlanta like i could watch it at work it um pretty much every week at some point but the way that my job works now the, the position that I'm in and all that type of thing, I, I don't get to do that like I used to. So, um, you know, 
And then when I'm at home, I don't think about it anymore. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why, but I did. I don't think about watching that show again. Most of what I watch on TV either comes on Hulu or Netflix. And so if it don't come on one of those two, or if it's not on the podcast, then I don't. I don't see it. But I was downstairs, and I was. Um, you know, available to watch it. Oh, if you guys don't know, I don't. I don't run cable all up in it through my house. I don't do that. Um, we don't utilize enough channels to need all of that. People aren't home enough to um, justify the expense. But there is cable in my house, so I was in a cable room, and so I watched Housewives of Atlanta. You know, I just feel like these women are just too damn old for the shenanigans, and so. I was watching it, but I was just still kind of like, mm, whatever. So that was pretty much my weekend. I don't have anything going on. The snow is coming, and I am looking forward to it. I love the way that the snow looks on the trees. Um, but when we don't have the snow on the trees, it looks sad and depressing. And I am trying to not find myself into in a state of depression this season. Um, I'm being honest with you guys, meaning I'm being honest with myself and saying that I'm now realizing that I do find myself in a depressed state during the holiday season, and I'll go into that on another podcast, but um, hopefully next week we might be talking about that, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to keep myself out of it, so when I decorated my house, when I started my decorations, because they're not finished, but when I started my, my Christmas holiday decorations I tried to play a little music I didn't play Christmas music but I did play some music music does make me happy and um, I didn't feel sad in that moment but yesterday last night there was a moment when I just wanted to cry and I didn't really have a reason specifically as to why I wanted to cry but I did want to cry so but I didn't do it so it just was a feeling so I know that the holiday depression is coming upon me and I need to um, figure that out. So that was the holiday. I mean, that was the week, not the holiday. That was a weekend wrap up. So let's get into the conversation.